Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Ann and Una. And you're listening to Engage, the podcast. episode of engage the podcast wow my voice has been going in and out all day today Uh, a podcast where we discuss wedding planning and healthy relationships as per usual issue boy anthony Wright. hey it's una (laughs) and um yeah we were going for a little bit last time and bouncing back yet again back at it again with the white vans yeah it's been a while um we thought we would be back sooner. True. <laughs> um, but transitions. Wow. Transitions, y'all. We so, had such high hopes. We were like, oh, like if you listen to the, the previous episodes, um, we were gone for like another month before this because mm-hmm. um, we had like a lot of weddings and traveling and stuff to do and to go to. Um, and then we were preparing for the move. Um, and now we've made the move and we've gone another month without we have posting the podcast and so we have um we're gonna try to do better at that we are and you know we have banked quite a few i think we mentioned this on our last episode we've banked um quite a few interviews with folks and so we have material we just haven't had the time to sit down and go through it all um but we're excited to be back we're getting on more of a regular schedule and we hope to finish out this season strong yeah so. um for folks who are just tuning in and you're like where are they at? Um, we recently moved to North Carolina, uh, Chapel Hill, Durham area. Same Triangle. shit to me. Like they're all, it's all at the same place. Um, and we moved down here for work and school purposes. Uh, the drive was wild. Um, our dog Albie was like freaking out for like a solid three, four hours. Well, so we started, we left Madison, Wisconsin at 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Central time. Yes. And Anthony is used to this, so he was ready for it. And Albie was, like, still dark out. Like, I guess I'll sleep. As soon as the sun came up, he was nervous, mm-hmm. shaking, mm-hmm. really upset. We had to stop a bunch of times. But um, he settled down eventually, and Anthony is, a, like, an incredible champ and hero. Truly a, a credit to his kind. <laughs> 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 Seriously, I, like... I don't like driving, y'all, but I was going to do it. I was fully prepared. I was like, okay, here we go. We'll, we'll take like four-hour turns doing this drive. Anthony drove the entire 16 hours down here. I had no choice. But you did. Uh, Two things. One, <laughs> like I know you. Like it would be like two hours into your shift, and then like you, I'll see you. Listen. Yeah, I'll see you get visibly like tired or like you'll start getting a headache or your neck hurts or like some like some ailment will happen <laughs> and then i'm like all right in the back of my head i'm like all right like i gotta get ready to drive but like i don't know i just hate sleeping for like short amounts of time when i can just like beast it out i didn't expect to beast all of it out but like here's the I'll thing though it. you say that and you don't let me drive 
You'll be like, I don't want to deal with this. I drove four and a half hours from Iowa. You were also like very nervous about driving the U-Haul in general, slash like we were towing my car. Slash it was a lot. U-Haul. It was definitely a lot. And again, I say I'm very thankful for him that I didn't have to drive, but I was prepared. I was mentally prepared to take over at some point. You're driving to Baltimore when we go. Heads up. Okay. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, we are back. We have made it safe and sound um, to our apartment here um, and have settled in nicely. We're all unpacked. Albie has gotten over a bit of his anxiety about the fact we're in an entirely new place. Hmm. Um, yeah, and we're we're here. We are... Will we be considered East Coasters now? East Southerners, Coasters, Mid-Atlantic, I don't, I don't know what's North- happening. We're in a very weird region, but... Either way, we're in a whole new part of the country, and we're starting to a feel it. A whole new part. A dazzling something point of view. A whole new world, babe. I know. You just said part. I was trying to like make it fit. <laughs> you know, All right. Part. Let's move forward. We'll move forward. So, um, yeah. As I mentioned, we have upcoming episodes in the works. Um, so, we will be back. We will be better. Mm. And you will be hearing from us uh, regularly. More consistently back on our bi-weekly schedule. Because again, we have this episode. We have two other episodes after that. And then we have have, uh, plans for a couple other episodes with some people that we met um, in North Carolina. And so we're going to come back to you with some uh, some consistent consistent content. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, small side note, I hate when people call themselves content creators. Because I'm like, aren't we all? In some capacity. Yeah. Like, I create content. You do. But I wouldn't call myself a content. Anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, moving right along. Um, our next segment in our podcast is always uh, us giving you all updates on what's going on with our own wedding. So, Faye, what's happening with the wedding? Yeah, we are starting to make moves. We're starting to get a little bit more serious. Now that we've moved here and gotten all of that out of the way, I think we can finally like focus on, like, okay, this is our next big thing to do because it was the move and the transitions and like starting new things and new jobs and school and stuff was always looming for us, and we have a long engagement, so we had time, but, you know, starting to pick up. We will be one year away from our wedding this September. Crazy. And, um, That's crazy. It really is because we basically had a t- are having a two-year engagement. Um, yeah. We got engaged on the 27th of September last year, mm-hmm. 2018. Um, and we'll be getting married um, in early September 2020. So it's time to get things into gear. So we have so far reevaluated our budget. Mm-hmm. We have shrunk in our guest list to 100 people instead of 150. Also, real quick note on that. Y'all hear that? It got shrunk from 150 to 100. And so, <laughs> if you are hitting me up or hitting us up and like saying like, "Oh, I can't wait for your wedding" or, you know, like, "Am I invited?" Or if you if you feel uncertain about your wedding status, Anthony. <laughs> honestly, like I don't think you're gonna be going. And like it's not like a rude thing. Like we we will really. Are there really that many of these? <laughs> yeah, like anyway, there, there's more. The people, point is, is expensive. More people off or that's hitting us up that isn't even on our original list. Mm. 
Which is what? like the sad part. Because like they definitely not coming. You don't gotta do them like that. I do them like that. I ain't saying no name. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's 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 expensive. We have it to really cut it is. Down. We did have to cut it down. We are shrinking our list to hundred people a hundred people. Which is basically like my side is just like my family. Period. I got, got a big, big family. ass family. Um anyway, so we've shrunk our guest list to help with the cost of catering and all of that. And we have actually started to contact some caterers um, in the Madison area to figure out what, what we're going to be eating, y'all. So yeah, Shout out to uh, Robbie Rob 451 a.k.a. Robert Welsh. Um, I guess Robert Welsh, a.k.a. Robbie Rob 451 Yeah. Um, one of my groomsmen who will be uh, helping us out with that as he is still in the Madison area. And we'll be doing some taste testing and yes. all the stuff for us. We trust Rob's palate. We do. Um, yeah. And uh, also, funny enough, we have had our guests who will be on this episode come visit us um, this past weekend Mm -hmm. um, for the 4th, and they came down and hung out with us. They drove from Baltimore um, and just spent the weekend with us exploring Durham a bit and hanging out and kicking it, and myself and my friend Natasha went and tried on wedding dresses um for the first well technically for the second time i tried on dresses like the first weekend we had gotten engaged because she had set it up she knew it was happening um but i wasn't ready for all that so um more serious looking at dresses and man even when dresses aren't expensive for like the store dresses are expensive so that whole process has begun as well um, but that brings us to our guests, basically. Um, so our friends Dan and Natasha, um, as I mentioned, came down. But we were lucky enough to sit down with them the day after they got married. Day after? Two, two days, days after they had gotten married. Um, in Baltimore, we met them in a cute little cafe that we love um, on the Inner Harbor. The Haba. The Haba. And just talk to them about, you know, right after coming out on the other end of getting married, how they felt, what, um, what things had changed in their mind of what they were excited for and otherwise. And um, we're excited to have this conversation with the newlyweds. So, um, yeah, here Dan moving. and Natasha. Let's learn about how they first met. Dan and I met our sophomore year of um, college. We were in a biological anthropology 105 class together. And it was like a John really, Hawks. really, yeah, really, really big lecture hall. There was like maybe 200 people in the class. And I always sat at the back because I paid less attention in class. And Dan would typically sit in the front, <laughs> but he had never been to the social science building. So he arrived late on the first day of class. And so he ends up sitting next to me in the back. In the back. Yes. We ignore each other, more or less, for most of the class. I noticed I noticed you pretty quickly, though, because of your shiny uh, diamond-plated uh, laptop case. Yeah, that was, it was a look. I thought you must be a diva. Uh, which is true. I just stood the test of time. I don't have the laptop case anymore. But um, And then the professor was talking about natural selection I believe and then was like yeah talk turn and talk to your neighbor about it and then I turned to the girl who was sitting on my left 
and she was already talking to someone. I was like, oh God, now I'm gonna have to talk to this guy. And then I turned, <laughs> talked to Dan, and, uh, and he uh, talked my ear off. I talked to your, yeah, and look back and wonder some of the questions I asked her, why, why they came to my mind. But at the end of the day, I didn't weird her out enough to, uh, to make her run, so. That's true. And then we were in a, like a lab section together. Um, and I knew he liked me because he, like, we weren't placed in the same lab group. And then he, like, the next time came and kicked someone out of my lab group <laughs> to be in my lab group and said that Smooth. he had been in my lab group the whole time. And this poor like, freshman got kicked about? out. Yeah, it was not great. So, yeah. We tried to befriend him after the fact, fact uh, just to. We felt a little bit bad. But yeah. You should have invited him to the wedding. Yeah. We should have. We actually were yeah. like, we should reach out and say that we're getting yeah. married. I'm still, fa I'm Facebook friends with him. He always yeah. jokes. He's a big, uh, he was a big Imagine Dragons fan. So we're always like, is he still a big fan? Yeah, we think about him. <laughs> Gotta love Dan uh, pulling up the smooth player move and switching lab groups. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh, like Natasha's over there? For sure. I guess I gotta go over there. There's a whole, their story is so funny and... I wish we had the time to like truly go into not how they met, but like how they Eventually like truly started dating. Um, there's some clowns. Yeah, Natasha is one of the funniest people I know and has some truly incredible stories. Mm -hmm. She's a true storyteller. I appreciate that mm -hmm. about her. Absolutely. Um, and so, again, as we're kind of planning our own wedding and stuff and getting more serious in terms of like our actual planning. Um, we asked them, you know, what were some things that made them nervous during their own planning process um, to see if there were any similarities um, with us and how they kind of overcame some of those um, those jitters that they had prior. Uh, I think Dan and I are notorious in our very live and let live approach to planning. We don't like to over plan things. And I think that made me nervous because I knew we needed to over plan things and neither of us are good at that. But that's where Una did a lot of the planning yeah. and she uh, held us accountable for things because it was very challenging for us to do that with each that, other. Uh, there was one point when uh, Natasha actually had some time off from work oh, in March, was it? Or yeah, April. April, and early April, and she uh, was spring break, and I was at work, and I think that was when it hit her more. She was mm -hmm. at home, and she didn't have, have work to do, to and she day. was like, wow, we actually have to do this stuff now. <laughs> so, yeah, but, and there was uh, a lot of stuff. She, she took care of a lot that week, and uh, that kind of gave me a little kick in the butt that helped me. Um, so, And Una, I know, also put uh, Natasha a piece through her planning help. So Yeah, because Una's very organized. Yeah. I and I think that uh, I kind of took it like the last after that point, um, I kind of took it to hard to be like a better communicator with with uh, vendors and everything. So I really took over that portion of it because mm -hmm. I thought that that was the best way I could have an influence. Like really like, OK, well, this is when we're doing this thing. This is where we're meeting with them. This is when we're, you know, so. Yeah. So as as they talked about, I think. The, the aspect of planning um, and how much and how deep and um, how concise plans are is kind of what makes me nervous um, as we get into the more serious planning stages. I am definitely a planner, almost to a fault. I think I sometimes overplan things, and you are the opposite. And so meeting in the middle there is like what's stressing me out. Yeah, I'm more so stressed about not trying not to annoy you by not being like 
super in the weeds. Like we'll be talking about even what were we talking about recently about um it's like a small thing. Like what kind of greenery do we want for like the aisles or something like that? And we decided on like eucalyptus or something like that. But then that turned into like fifty other things like within thirty seconds. <laughs> I was, I was like, okay, just just look at my Pinterest. This is what I'm thinking. And I was like, oh, but like if we did that, then we should do this. And if we do that, then we should also think about doing this. And he was like, what? I was like, so yeah, to the eucalyptus, right? And then <laughs> like, because I don't like I'll I don't get too much into the weeds immediately. I'm much more of like a big picture. Let's knock out like the larger things. Because um, like we can't have eucalyptus without the the space. You know what I'm saying? Like we gotta for sure, the spots. for sure. But I think that we have started to get a better idea of what those big things are going to be. And so for me, one of, I think, my priorities is that the whole day runs smoothly. And so for me, the in order for that to happen, I'm like, okay, I need to know all these little pieces. Or like for our budget, for example, like for our budget to make sense, we need to know what pieces are going into it for that to make sense. So anyway, I think that that has definitely been... is is going to continue to be and has been a challenge so far. Um, but that is not to take away from the fact that there are so many exciting things um, that we will encounter as well along the way and specific things that we are really looking forward to experiencing with our families and each other. Um, and that kind of brings us to talking to Dan and Natasha about the other end of the coin of like what they were really anticipating before their wedding day, but also um, what kind of changed during the process of those expectations that they had originally had and what was really hard for them to do during the process. I would say, I, I, in a way, I was most for, looking forward to just um, having the families together and having everyone there with us uh, for this event. You know, I think that it's really, yeah, it's a commitment between myself and Natasha, but at the same time, it's the, the people that got us to where we are, too, and showing our appreciation. So I think that was important for me, and also, um, you know, getting the Danes and my family acquainted was important as well. And... Uh, they're not scared, too, too scared yet, I don't think, the Danes. No, no. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. <laughs> yeah, I think that goes both ways. Yeah. I think the thing I was most excited for was the karaoke. We did, the last hour was open mic karaoke. It karaoke, yeah. yeah. Dune and Anthony murdered it. They just killed it. Yeah, thank you. They did uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. It was a real crowd pleaser. Yeah. I found out after the fact that my little niece had put in a slip and she really wanted to go and she was standing over there waiting for it to get called up. She had like worked up the courage and she did it and I felt so bad. Yeah. I'm like, we're going to have to have a whole other wedding just for her to do this. We'll right. have an anniversary party with karaoke. Now for the rest of my life, we're going to have to karaoke at events so she can sing. But yeah. I was really excited about that and I think I was excited too for Dan to see my dress because it's like you keep that a secret for so long and it feels like such a big thing and there was like all this back and forth about the dress and the length of the straps and all this stuff it was and beautiful i can verify that thank you but it was <laughs> still i wanted bride. i wanted you yeah, to 
I wanted you to have seen it because I was so nervous about it. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, God, I can't wait for him just to see it and make sure that everything right. is fine. Because so. he's, like, this person that you always, like, come to, like, yeah. 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 yeah, and if it's, like, something that I'm, like, unsure of, like, I'll always ask for Dan's opinion. And it's this yeah. huge purchase. And it's a huge, huge thing. You're like, thing, oh, yeah. God, yeah, the most yeah. expensive dress I've ever owned, right? So you're like, oh, I hope I hope it lives up to its expectations. It should turn out very well. Yeah, we will add a nice. picture so that you all can see this because that was... It was Thank you. Thank you. Blame. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was pretty fire. It was very fire. I think that the other thing that happened to you was that I was really anticipating how I was going to feel before I walked down the aisle. And then I had like my really, really close girlfriends and like Una and my cousin and my best friend Molly and my best friend Lindsay and like all my best friends were in one room. And this really funny incident happened right before. I'm not going to name any names, but someone was trying to pee in a pair of Spanx. And they missed, and they peed straight into their Spanx. And this was five minutes before I walked down the aisle. And it was so funny. And it just completely took me out of that, like, nervousness. And then once the music, I could hear the string quartet start playing. And I was like, oh, it's now. It's showtime. And so I think that I had anticipated feeling more nervous about actually walking down the aisle than I did once I got there. And then once we got to the top of the aisle, I was like, oh, I haven't actually thought about any of this stuff mm-hmm. and I was like what what do I do with my hands like there was like some stuff once I got up there was like ah, I didn't think about these logistics so because you all yeah. didn't have a walkthrough like no, no we had no, no rehearsal, rehearsal um, yeah. and um, yeah it was just, just I mean we we knew that the uh, vendor and the catering uh, organizer and all that they kind of they're very experienced and so they we knew they would help guide us through stuff but at the same time yeah we just we kind of didn't want to do the party before the party but you want. could do a rehearsal without it being a party before the party, but we just yeah. didn't because we were like, it'll be obvious where people need to go, which it wasn't, apparently, because <laughs> the first two rows were empty on my parents' side because my whole family sat on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. So, alas, yeah. What can you do? Yeah. Still married out here. Yeah. Yeah, still married. Yeah, still married. Yeah. It was great. But I think overall, I mean, I was really impressed with Natasha, Natasha's planning and everything, so I couldn't, can't complain. There's nothing you got frustrated with me about? Dan's a nice guy. I, I knew yeah. this was going to happen. <laughs> That's why I said, can he go first? Because otherwise he's going to agree with what I'm frustrated with. What are you frustrated about? What am I frustrated about? <laughs> Man, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? I think that there was times, because I have very strong opinions, and I think I've obviously been planning this mentally for a lot longer than Dan had, that I was like, this is the vision, this is what we're going to do. But then I wanted Dan to like have an opinion about things, but Dan, Dan tends to back up whatever... I present as the better option. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, which one do you like? And he's like, well, which one do you like? I'm like, no, which one do you like? So we just went back and forth, and I had to be like, Una, which one do you like? And then Una made a lot of decisions for me. So Which is wild, because I feel like when it comes to decision-making and Una... Like, I'm great at making decisions for other people. don't know people. how to put oh. those things in the same myself. category. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. It'll be the same thing for us, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like the things that I care about, Anthony's like, it's whatever, just do whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the yeah. things that no, and the that. things that like I don't or I don't even know. It's, like I think that for we'll me, yeah. Well, I don't know. Like I think that I'm more of a as long as we say I do. Like we don't even have to like do the whole formal yeah wedding thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we want the party and we yeah. want like all the the aesthetic of it. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, which is why like I'm grappling with like a 
this matters, but it all like really doesn't. Yeah, yeah. No, at the end of yep. the day, it's also I think important to remember that it's a massive celebration of the fact that you guys love each other, and whether or not the napkins are Saladon or ivory <laughs> is not the, the, the core right. of that. Right. But I also think, um, but it's weird. You get you get weirdly obsessed with things that don't matter. The closer you get, because you are trying to get control over this thing that's huge, and all these people coming mm -hmm. in, and you're like. Where do I start? Right. So you're like, well, this is one thing and I that I can really focus on. I think we're very detail oriented too, yeah. so that's where it comes yeah. in. Where I'm like, there's this is huge. She we're is. planning mm -hmm. for 150 people. How mm -hmm. do we make all of these logistics work? And he's like, it's gonna work. Right. I'm like, yeah, because I'm gonna plan all the yeah, details. Yeah. yeah. So help to me dance. along. Yeah. Dan was help like, everything is gonna be great. I was like, yeah, because I've been planning it for two years. <laughs> right. Like, what do you mean? I've been planning this my whole <laughs> life. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So yeah, Dan and Tasha had their fresh air of challenges. Um, and like we kind of said before, like just trying to understand each other better in terms of how we are going to plan this wedding um, and like the challenges that we've experienced as like we'll experience as we move forward with that. Um, just something that we got to overcome. Like I know that a challenge that I probably like bring to this planning process is that like once we get down into like the weeds and stuff, like I can like shut down sometimes and be like, yeah, fam, like we're not going to tackle all this now, but like some things may need to get tackled like immediately. Um, and so I'm working on that and stuff, but it's yeah. a challenge. I also get pretty frustrated sometimes as well. Uh, my uh, vision cannot be seen <laughs> for sure. I think we're both working on it, but part of this whole process of doing this podcast is to help us like take a minute and realize that this is something that, planning a wedding kind of brings this out of everyone and um learning how other people are dealing with it really helps us figure out ways to move forward our, ourselves yeah and you know ultimately um it all came together for dan and natasha and they had a very beautiful wedding uh, so we wanted to ask them you know like after all that hard work um you know like what were some of their favorite things that came out of uh, their wedding highlights for me anthony did a wonderful job he was our toast master which is like a, a european tradition so you have someone who guides the toast and he just killed it so that was definitely a high point for me and then i think dan's little brother gave um a very unexpectedly moving speech and it was so sweet and he really broke down and it was just so lovely and that will always be one of my my favorite parts yeah. of the wedding was Liam's speech slightly less favorite for me because he shredded me and then moved on <laughs> and became emotional talking about Natasha but I, I think that's important no it was good it was good and um my dad is not known for his public speaking speaking but I think he did all right yeah he did pretty well so I think everyone who spoke did everyone really... I mean I was really thankful for everyone who did speak and like Natasha said um I think the Oscars better look out because Anthony has got this host thing okay. down. He's out here, yeah. Coming through, I got multiple people come up to me after the wedding, and they were like, "Oh, like, would you do our wedding next?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm gonna have to start a, a toastmaster business." Yeah, yeah. No, my, actually, my actually, dad was like, "My dad was like, oh, we should, you know, you'll get the recording, put that on YouTube. They can use it as a how-to for other toastmasters. All that come after days. him." Yeah, yeah. Fun yeah. fact, though, like, I was looking up articles on like Danish toastmasters, and that's not really. Much. much. Yeah. No. no. With how article. much of a tradition it is. Yeah, because yeah. everyone, everyone basically has one at their wedding. So. Yeah. 
Looks like I need to write one. Yeah. Yeah. To make a Toastmaster site. Yeah. Probably like not the stable child for a European Toastmaster. I'm like, who is this black man? He couldn't have been a Toastmaster for anyone. Anyway. This American black. But he exactly. was really, he was killing it. He is yeah. the Toastmaster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The Wanna Toastmaster. And we can't thank both Una and Anthony enough for all their help. Yeah. No problem. We're so happy to do it. We love you so My much. My parents said, too, they were like, oh, like, at the end of it, Una and Anthony came through. They were out there packing gifts down while everyone was like... Your mom like, was like, I literally, it was either I was going to cry or scream, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, having good friends <laughs> is better than having a wedding coordinator. You heard it here. <laughs> yeah. You were a great Toastmaster. Man, I'm telling you. Toastmaster. And... Yeah. <laughs> Toastmaster. Hey, yo, Toastmaster. Crowd was going crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we did crush it on karaoke. We really did. Although, like, I felt like we really didn't. I don't know. It was like a crowd favorite. We brought out Bohemian Rhapsody in. White people love Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. They do. Black I mean, people we too. Do too. But, like, like a culturally, like, Bohemian, yeah. you know, like, Bohemian Rhapsody, Sweet Home Alabama, yeah. Sweet Caroline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we really, I mean, I think you, you made the choice, and I think that you knew the crowd oh, you were going to. So, anyway, the, their wedding was so beautiful, and I, I would completely echo all of the favorite things that they had about it. It just was such a, a warm and loving environment, and we were all just like so happy to see them mm-hmm. get married, and we had a wonderful time. Good tacos. Ooh, really good mini creme brulees. Those were fire. Not I don't know if you had any. Fan. I know you're not, but it was super good. Uh, we had some... Just people were having a ball. <laughs> I was just going to I was gonna talk about the family members that like wore the ties around the head. I'm going to add that to our... Uh, got on the... Yeah, you should have the, the picture. We'll, post. we'll show you a picture. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so we... Uh, ask them just to leave us off with some advice that they have for us and other people going through this process as we do with all the couples that we talk to um and i hope you get something from the advice that they share it's always good during you know the night of the wedding to take some time just the two the bride and the groom. Yeah, you know, how was that sure for that you was, guys? It was good. It was good. We were back, uh, I think... In the bridal suite? Molly, like, popped her head in. And, like, I was yeah. like, hey, guys, what, <laughs> can, I, what can I do? Yeah. <laughs> we are like, just one sec. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, no, it was, it was uh, all, our, all of Natasha's friends and my friends were great and helpful. And um, it, was, it was just a, a nice second to kind of say, okay, now we're married. Cause, mm-hmm. And just take that in for yeah. what it was and, and be able to say, okay, like... Let's enjoy this night and get the most out of it. You also spend a surprising amount of time with each other, but not with each other leading up to the wedding because you have so many relatives and friends who are, you know, like tugging on you and want to see you. And so you're like with people all the time. So like when we were sitting in that room, we're like, wow, this is like the first time in a really long time that it's just been the two of us where it's right, not which like, is what you're used to, which is what we're yeah. used to. And it was really nice to like just slow down and be like, oh my God here we are yeah. it happened yeah. um and I also know when my friend um Lindsay got married 
she there was like a brunch that we went to and there was like a really long table and they didn't have enough room at the table for everyone and her and her husband got seated sort of further away and they were just sitting there and she was like that was one of her favorite parts of the wedding was just having that time and she was like and then sitting there and like looking out on everyone you love yeah and I had been really against having a sweetheart table because I was like oh god like you're removed from the party and stuff but then there wasn't enough room at any of the tables um so we were like okay we'll have a sweetheart table and it's true you sit there and you like look out and you're like everyone you love is in one room and that just like really hits you mm -hmm. plus and you get a little bit of time just to have some conversations yeah. just the two of you mm -hmm. so there's some benefits to that yeah. and also um natasha had the idea to do a like uh this is one of those detail things that maybe doesn't matter that much but she had the uh forethought to get a kind of wreath hanging wreath above uh -huh. us yeah. it was installed above the table very nice works it good very greenery i highly recommend greenery yes <laughs> greenery yes greenery. <laughs> dan gives greenery a thumbs up yeah. <laughs> cool. 10 out of 10 would yes. recommend yeah and you know i think another thing i learned is like don't sweat uh the weather and everything um you know yeah. you want to have like some backup uh, available if you're doing something outside but um, you know at the end of the day I mean we were checking the forecast checking the forecast checking the forecast um, they set it all it, up yeah, outside set it all up outside didn't say any chance of rain at the, at the time of the ceremony then half hour out starts raining mm -hmm. we have musicians that need to be inside or mm -hmm. they can't play if it's raining at all so mm -hmm. it was kind of a you know that happened, but at the same time, everything was fine. So yeah, don't you pick sweat somewhere it. Yeah. that you could just easily move. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Don't sweat it, but have a backup. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It turned out really beautifully. Yeah. It was Thanks. so lovely. Appreciate we it. We had the most amazing time. My feet still hurt. <laughs> the most I, beautiful part, though, is just everyone being there together. Yeah. You know, like when I look back on like the past like week of events, like the, it's just like we had a friends dinner beforehand. We had like a close family dinner. We had when got our nails done. It was just all those little moments of brunch the day after. And it's like all those events really, really matter when you look back on them and they're stressful when you're in them because they're like, oh, more stuff to coordinate. Mm -hmm. But I really don't regret doing any of that stuff because now like looking back on it, I'm like, oh, those are where all the memories are, right? right. And then those are all those moments where you actually get time where you're just sitting and talking right. to people mm -hmm. and it's not your wedding day. Right. So, yeah. So any uh, last thoughts or words of advice as we hit like the, the year and a half mark? if not a little bit less than that of planning for this wedding anything we can do now yeah, to prevent and, us a year and four months out. from last minute stuff get your um guest book in order get those <laughs> addresses in order because you that google doc come on now it is rough and you should make you sure that this. if you're um using like a vendor who's gonna print labels or anything like that, that you're using the correct format because I had started typing it all up and then the website we used for the invitations had a different format and it had to be like comma delineated or whatever. So it had all these different things and I had to go in and retype it and I was like sweating and stressed and it was, oh, you know. But that was one of those things that you don't think will take that long but then people don't reply and you don't have people's addresses and then you're like, I can't send stuff out. I can't start printing this until I have everyone's address. So that one turned out to be a bigger headache than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, everyone says once it's over, you're like, I could do that all over again. The night off, I was like, let me, let me wait. I don't need to do that all over again. Now that I'm two days out, I'm like, I could do that all over again. I wish everyone could come back. I want to see everyone again. I think the stress leading up to it is a lot. But then the relief afterwards, and then looking back on it, you're like, oh my goodness, that was the most yeah. wonderful thing that's ever happened to me. And I think that you, there's like a tendency to overstress about how people are doing and if they're liking it. But really, I mean, if you're having a good time and um, 
you know, if people are saying they're having a good time, they're having a good time. So just just do your thing, plan what, what you guys want to do, and people who uh, love you guys will be there and they'll have a great time too. Yeah, I think it's the, the shift of thinking of you as having to entertain people to thinking of the fact that everyone's there to celebrate you. Right. Yeah. And everyone comes together and everyone who's there wants to celebrate you. And that helps too, because I think you can easily put a lot of pressure on yourself to be like, well, how is everyone mingling and how are all these groups meshing and is this person having fun? Is this music good for this person? It's like the people who are there are having a good time because they love you and everyone's together. Mm -hmm. And I think that was one of the comments we got the most. Everyone was like, I've just never been in a room with this many people who love each other this much. So, Mm -hmm. and that we felt that on every level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Now we're ready to ride off into the sunset. So that was Dan and Natasha in a nutshell. The one, one and only's. One and only. Dan the man, Dan the weatherman Giffen. Yeah. He really is. Weatherman Dan. Um, and we'll actually be going to see them for my birthday in August in Baltimore. Woo! So, you know, if you're in Baltimore and you listen to this podcast you want to slide, slide. It's going to be a move. It will be. It'll be very fun. But yeah, so we really enjoyed having them on. We love them so much. And are excited to hear about how wonderful this first year of marriage is. Also, if uh, you didn't catch it, they took a two-week honeymoon in um, South Africa yeah. and had an amazing time. There's a video of Natasha petting a le- leopard, just chilling. Hmm. He's purring really loud because really he's cool. a leopard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they had a great time, and I think they both... Uh, have echoed all of the things since this episode was or since we had this interview with them and continue to say that like married life is getting better and better every day and they just really in love love not having to plan a wedding mm-hmm. and just being able to spend the time together as a married couple so we're really happy for them and appreciate you guys tuning in as always um, you know slide us some comments please do you know some stars yeah Plural. Please. Five is the max, I believe. Yeah, just also reminder that you can star every episode that we have, not just Wow. One time. Not just one time. Yeah. Um, also if there's anything that you want to hear, you want to be a guest. If you're in North Carolina randomly, like you hear this, you're like, oh please, let's meet up. Let's kick it. We're trying to meet new people. It'd be a, a great a great uh icebreaker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is a great icebreaker. It is. Um I met somebody, this wasn't here, this was in went out somewhere else um they're like oh like what do you do for fun i was like oh you know like i host podcasts and stuff like that they're like oh <laughs> podcast in fact anthony literally we were at juanita and tim's wedding who you will also hear from mm-hmm. and uh we were just sitting in the lobby we had we were in mexico and we were just sitting in the lobby and anthony went up to this older couple was like hey y'all want to be on the podcast <laughs> like and they were they so could down too but they had to leave they could not be but it's just, you know, we're bringing people together here. So, yeah. if you would also like to be a part of this, please let us know. Holler at some players. Have a good night. Day. Morning. Evening. Evening. Afternoon. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>Hey y'all, be sure to follow us at The Engage Podcast on Instagram and The Engage Pod on Twitter. You can also follow our personal pages at A-Y-Y-O-A-N-T A-Y-Y-O-A-N-T, and at Una Amor, O-O-N-A-M-O-R. These episodes are produced by Anthony and myself. Our theme song 
is by Anthony. Yeah. Like, comment, share, and thank you for listening.